Gertrude Ramirez was born on February 29, 1960 in El Paso, Texas. He was the youngest of five children to parents that were immigrants. He sustained multiple head injuries causing epilepsy. From a young age, he was exposed to violence through his older cousin Miguel who fought in the Vietnamese War. During their time together, they would smoke marijuana while Miguel described the torture and mutilation of Vietnamese women. He dropped out in the ninth grade and became a heavy drug user. Ramirez's first known murder was of 74-year-old Jenny Van Van Cow, who was sexually assaulted, stabbed, and killed in burglary in her own home. All of his murders were burglaries, but they wouldn't use the same weapon. Most of the time, sometimes it'd be killing, sometimes it'd be guns. But at the end of each of his murders, he would complete them with satanic rituals. Ramirez was caught on the night of August 31st, 1985. He was spotted outside a Mission Viejo home where he left a footprint before a witness took note of his car and license plate. Ramirez's abandoned car was found a few days later, which had enough of a fingerprint to match. He was arrested after being beaten by East LA residents. Ramirez's trial was continually pushed off. The jury selection finally moved forward, but was soon pushed back due to the murder of a juror. Ramirez gained a cult-like following, many of whom suspected were to be black-clad Satan worshippers. On September 20, 1989, the jury finally returned a unanimous guilty verdict on 43 murder charges. He was sentenced to the death penalty. On his way out, he said, Hey, big deal. Death always comes with the territory. I'll see you in Disneyland. While incarcerated, Ricardo married one of his supporters, Doreen Leoy, after nearly 24 years on death row. Ramirez died at age 53 from complications related to B-cell lymphoma. Sorry if I said that wrong. Was born on August 1st, 1959 in Izucarte, Matamoros, Mexico. At the age of six, he was sent to live with his uncle who would consistently rape him. He was also sexually assaulted by a local pedophile. At the age of 11, he ran away from home and spent some time on the street. This is where he started doing drugs. He he would constantly try coming to the U.S., but was deported. Resendez killed at least 15 people with rocks, a pickaxe, and other blunt objects, mainly in their homes. After each murder, he would linger in their homes, mostly to eat, but also to find out about their personal lives. He would take personal items, such as jewelry, and proceed to give them to his wife and mother. He raped some of his female victims, however, it was usually a secondary intent. Before getting arrested, he was deported. His sister Manuela from El Paso saw his killing wanted saw his wanted posters and contacted the police out of fear of him killing someone else or her getting killed. Manuela, a Texas Ranger and a spirit guide, met up with Resendez at a bridge connecting El Paso and Ciudad Juarez. This is where he confessed and like gave up. Starting May 8, 2000 in Houston, although he pleaded not guilty, jurors would eventually reject his plea by reason of insanity. He was convicted and sentenced to death. He, his execution date would be Friday, June 27, 2006 in Houston. Before his death, he, conve- he confessed to six other people in addition to the nine he was convicted of.
he died on June 9th, 27, 2006. When he was getting prepared, he kind of um, asked, begged for forgiveness, kind of. He said that the devil deceived him and that he thanks God for having patience. was born on November 24th, 1946 in Burlington, Vermont. Bundy didn't have the best childhood because he had a strained relationship with his stepfather. Furthermore, his shyness made him a target to bullying. At a later age, his intelligence and social skills enabled him to have a successful college career. This helped him to have somewhat normal emotional relationships with women. Ted was confirmed to have killed 30 women. Some believe it may have been more. His killings usually followed a gruesome pattern of being of raping his victims before beating them to death. This is con- there is no confirmed date to when Bundy started his killings, but it is thought to have started around 1974. He would lure his victims into his car by pretending to be injured and asking for help. In the fall of 1974, Bundy was arrested for possession of burglary tools. This is where the police began to link him to much more sinister crimes. In 1975, he was arrested for the kidnapping of Carol Ann's ranch. He was convicted and received a 1 to 15 jail sentence. Bundy escaped twice in this time, but was soon pulled over by Florida cops in February of 1978. During During his trial, he became somewhat of a celebrity, particularly after his escape from custody in Colorado of 1977. It is said he had a a charm and intelligence which drew significant public attention. It also galvanized feminist criminologists who who concealed that the popular media had transformed Bundy into a romantic figure. He was soon sentenced to death for the murder of 36 women. He married Carol Ann Boone in 1980. Okay, and she even had his children, but Boone soon divorced Bundy and moved with her two children. He was executed in the electric chair in Florida State Prison in on January twenty fourth, nineteen eighty nine. was born on June 16, 1971, in Harlem, New York. His mother was raising two kids by herself and struggled for money. They were constantly moving around, sometimes even staying in shelters. They were soon in Baltimore when he enrolled in a prestigious Baltimore school for the arts in which he said he felt the freest he has ever felt. He was given the name Lizona Parish Crooks at birth. His mother changed it to Tupac Amaru after he joined the Black Panthers. He soon changed his surname from his sister's father, another panther named Mutulu Shakur, which is where he got the name Tupac Shakur. Baltimore was soon riven by crime, so they moved to Marin City, California. It was here that his mom succumbed to crack addiction, which was a drug her son would sell on the same street where she bought. His love for hip-hop would soon steer him away from a life of crime. He struck up a conversation about Wendy Mandela with an older white woman named Leslie Steinberg. She would call him a young man with a... With 
fan-like eyelashes, flowing charisma, and an infectious laugh, Steinberg would soon become his manager. She was eventually able to get Tupac in front of a music manager named Gregory. Soon, the band managers Gregory took over and landed a Tupac and landed Tupac a deal with Interscope Records. Tupac, in his rise to fame, was struck up with a lot of legal drama when it went to rape, to assault, all of it. He even served time in jail. Um, while Tupac was in jail, he was visited by. Serge Knight, the notorious label boss of Death Row Records. Knight offered to bail Tupac out on the condition he joins Death Row. Tupac signed the contract. Tupac was fatally shot on September 7, 1996, in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas, Nevada. Christopher George Latour Wallace was born on May 21st, 1972 in Brooklyn, New York. He had both parents up until the age of two when his father left. His mother, however, still worked two jobs to send her son to a private school. For high school, he transferred to George Washington House Career and Technical Education High School, but dropped out in 1989 at age 17. He began selling drugs at 12. He stepped up the drug dealing after quitting school and was soon in trouble with the law. He received a five-year probationary sentence in 1989 and was arrested again for breaking probation and again for selling cocaine in North Carolina. Bad Boy Records. Biggie started to rap as a teenager for his neighborhood. Once he got out of jail, he made a demo tape as Biggie Smalls. He never was actually going to pursue music, he said, but the tape made its way to The Source magazine, who were way too impressed, and they put Vicky in their unsigned hype column. In March 1992, from there, Biggie was invited to record with other unsigned rappers. Sean Puffy Combs arranged a record deal for Biggie, but soon left having fallen out with his boss, Andre Harrell. Combs went up to his own imprint, Bad Boy Records, and by mid-1992, Biggie had joined him. Biggie was soon being featured guests on songs, although he had to change his name from Biggie to the notorious B.I.G., or Big, because of a lawsuit. In 1993, the label released Big's first... Single as a solo artist called Party and Bull. Biggie got famous fast in 19, 1995, who's collaborating with singers like Lil Kim, Michael Jackson, and R. Kelly. By the end of 1995, the notorious Big was the biggest selling solo male artist on the Billboard charts. He also got into legal trouble in 1996. He was arrested for chasing autograph hunters with the bat, threatening to kill them. That same year, he was arrested for having 50 grams of marijuana and four atomic automatic weapons. That same summer, he was charged with beating and robbing a friend of a concert promoter at a New Jersey nightclub, then again for smoking marijuana in his car. Biggie was murdered the early hours of March 9, 1997.
three was when the notorious B.I.G. met Tupac. They met at a party held by an L.A. drug dealer. They got along nicely. They ate, drank, and smoked together. They got so close that Biggie even went to ask Tupac if he would become his manager. Tupac said no, so stay with Puff, he will make you a star. Before Tupac released his third album, he was shot three times in the lobby of a Manhattan hotel. Tupac believed if Biggie didn't set it up, then he knew about it. Biggie and Puff always denied he knew anything. In 1996, Tupac released a diss track called Hit Em Up aimed at Biggie Smalls and his label boss at Bad Boy Records. The rivalry was hip-hop's most famous and ugliest beef. Within three months, Tupac was murdered and Biggie not long after. To this day, no one has been arrested or charged for either of their murders. Ronald DeFeo Jr. was born on September 26, 1951 in Brooklyn, New York. DeFeo was the oldest of five children born to Ronald DeFeo Sir and Louise DeFeo. As a child, Jr. was constantly engaging in hot-tempered fights with his father. To either that, he was most frequently a target of abuse. Not only that, but he was getting bullied for being overweight and brooding. As he got older, he began physically lashing out against his father. His parents decided that he would go to to a therapist. He didn't like that and said he didn't need it, so they stopped and began giving him lots of money and gifts, which only made things wor- worse. At the age of 17, DeFeo became an LSD and heroin user and was expelled from school for his violent outbursts. Despite this, the F- De- DeFeos continued to reward their son. At 18, he received a prized position at his grandfather's car dealership. He ended up laundering $20,000, and once his father asked him about it, he said that he would kill him. In the early morning hours of November 13, 1974, DeFeo acted on his threat using a .35 caliber caliber Marlin rifle from his secret gun stash. He first shot his parents shot his brothers, then lastly shot his sisters. He arrived at work, not knowing why his father had, hadn't had shown up. At around noon, he left work and called his friends as an alibi. He specifically told them that he was out last night. 6 p.m., he called a friend in mock, surprise, saying that someone had broke into his house and shot his family. At first, he tried to say that he wasn't in the home when the murders happened. Then he went on to say that... He was forced to watch his parents die, or his family, and soon he confessed. <laughs> DeFeo's attorney attempted an insanity plea, and the murder subject told jurors that he could that he could hear voices telling him to kill his family. The defending psychiatrist supported the claim and said that DeFeo was neurotic and suffered from dissociative disorder. However, the prosecution proved that Junior suffered from antisocial personality disorder. He was, he would, DeFeo was found guilty of six counts of second-degree murder and was sentenced six consecutive life sentences. After the murders, a family moved into the house, the Lutz. They claimed that the house was haunted. Things went flying, green ooze would come out of the house. This is where students started, citizens started to fear the house. Soon enough, novels and movies were coming out about the hauntings.